Welcome to the Praise Down, the number one. Welcome to the Praise Down. Christian music podcast for gamers and maybe some other things today. It's not just for gamers. It's not just for gamers. It's it's for the jocks too. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll go out on the diamond and cut it up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Now we will not be cutting up the diamond. As uh, mm-hmm. the baseball diamond is the hardest substance known to man. That's true. I'm Heath Huffman. I host this podcast sometimes. And by sometimes, I mean pretty often. I'm Alex Sanchez. I also host this podcast sometimes, about as often as Heath does. More or less, yeah. I would yeah. say so. How was your, uh, let me check my notes, week? My week was okay. Um, you know, pretty normal stuff. Nothing ever changes. Uh, I got more into um, more different roguelikes. Just really going down a rabbit hole of uh, increasingly specific games. Which we learned about what are on the previous episode of this right, show. yeah. The one I'm uh, most interested in recently is called Doom Roguelike. Somebody made a roguelike game, mm-hmm. just a turn-based Doom game. That seems cool. It's pretty cool. It's been going since 2002, and the people who made it just put out a real one with graphics and everything. It seems like it might be slow-paced enough for me to enjoy. That's what I keep saying to you, Heath. Regular Doom goes too fast for me. And I think that this is the key for me to getting you into classical tech uh, roguelikes. Getting you to play Ancient Domains of Mystery. Getting you to play Ang Band. Because they are all turn-based, and they go as fast or as slow as you want them to. That's nice. I like that in a game. Mm-hmm. Even though the only game I play has none of those considerations in mind for the player. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, what can we say? We're, we're, in, we're hanging out in the Discord, we're gaming, and still, it's, yeah, still a pan- it's still a pandemic, you know? Yeah, all of the other stuff we would have been talking about has been replaced by the different video games we're playing. Because what else are we going to do? It's almost like gamers escape into these worlds because the the real world is like Mm -hmm. so fucked up yeah and this is what i'm always saying i'm like uh you got you guys think uh you're trapped in out out here you guys get (laughs) to a gamer the meat space is the real game Uh uh-huh i guess is what i'm always saying i always say that too as it as it turns out actually um I always say something like, to the gamer, the eye is the graphics of life. <laughs> Welcome to the praise down, everybody. That was our cold open. <laughs> that was all the cold open. That you was all you. the cold open. Now it's time for the regular podcast. It's time podcast. for this week's praise down. Mm-hmm. It's, it's August 22nd or 27th. It's the end of August. Mm-hmm. The year is 2020. We've got a, a bit of a, a larger audience than we normally have listening live in the Discord mm-hmm. today. That, that's pretty exciting. Hello to all of you. I'm normal about it, is what I want to say. <laughs> oh, hey, don't get me wrong. I'm super normal about it. It's cool that people are watching, but also, yeah. I'm normal about it. Yeah. You can tell by how many times I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. So thank you to all of our live listeners. Mm-hmm. And I, I will go ahead and say that all of our current live listeners, I trust enough to be this week's 
um, vanguards, vanguards of the sound effects. Mm-hmm. We've got "Thank You for Seeing Us, Jocks" by Captain Scrunch. You're welcome. <laughs> so, do sound effects. I'll just show you, just as an example. All right, this is. <laughs> I kind of <laughs> fucking badass shit. <laughs> wow, it interrupts. Good, good to know. You can also interrupt if your co-host sort of uh, haphazardly plays a very long one that's loud. I didn't know that it was going to be so long and so loud. Even though historically, <laughs> the circus one on this podcast is always long and loud. It's on always every play, long on and every... loud. Like Jack Skellington, long and loud. Wow, wow, is very nice. <laughs> okay. The soundboard comes loaded with Borats. It comes loaded mm. with Quagmires. It comes loaded with uh, Stewies. Mm-hmm. Who else do people like hear or talk? Pickle Ricks, they're all Pickle in there. Pickle Rick is on there, I'm sure. There's the one of just me saying Jellicle Boy. Let's go ahead and... Jellicle Boy. There we go. Hey, Alex, I would like to propose something. I think the soundboard is our third co-host. <laughs> and uh-huh. The soundboard is kind of, it, not a person, of course. It's kind of a, a mech that our friends climb into to pilot to co-host mm-hmm. the podcast with us. Yeah, so all of you listening live are now entering the drift and helping us pilot our podcast. Yeah, you guys have to come up with the comedy hits. Mm-hmm. We're not going to do it anymore. We will provide all the raw material for what would constitute a normal joke. Mm-hmm. But after that, you've got to like let the audience know that, oh, that's a funny thing they said. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. some of the things we say on this are like so highbrow that maybe sometimes right. people won't even catch them. Mm-hmm. So you got to have uh, something like uh, this <laughs> in case somebody doesn't understand uh, a joke. See, only speaking in Hanna-Barbera sound effects is sort of exactly what we're looking for. I wish I could do it. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful language. What are we doing? Well, we're here for a two-man tune talk. So we're doing no guests. We're just having it be just the big friends. We're doing it all up how you remember. We're going to do mm-hmm. all the disciples and all the... Mm-hmm cats and how they play or whatever we're gonna we're taking a little victory lap for like the old heads in this podcast mm-hmm. and by old heads i mean people that listened to this podcast like a year ago right one year <laughs> ago when we were doing normal episodes yeah this episode we're gonna do a tune talk and that tune talk starts now all right buckle down we're gonna get into some tune talk Right now. Welcome to Tune Talk, the only segment where we talk tune. Mm-hmm. What are we covering? We are covering the album Jars of Clay by the band Jars of Clay. Is there a song on it titled Jars of Clay? There's not. They didn't complete God. the Wilco trifecta. What are some other bands that have completed the Wilco trifecta? You know that I don't know. I'm sure Jamie does. I'm sure... Uh, 
I'm sure some people in our chat could tell us of bands that have had a song named, oh, They Might Be Giants has completed. You're right. Caro Caro Bonito has done it. Uh, they Might Be Giants have the song They Might Be Giants on the album They Might Be Giants. Caro Caro Bonito did the same thing. Instrumental metal band Double Ferrari has done it. Okay. That was my sole contribution. That's the only reason I kind of asked. Because <laughs> you had one on deck. I had one on deck. Okay. Alex, I've never heard this album, and I'm aware that it's a classic. Yes. How is that so? Well, I'm not sure. This is a uh, this is one that was big at my church. People loved specifically the song "Flood" was on all the time on Christian radio, and it's just such a damn bop. It's so good. Is this the one that we heard on or a couple of weeks ago? Hmm. It's the one that's on the sleeping playlist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did enjoy that, and somehow, if you recall. Had no sonic recollection of the song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're just going to get into the whole album. They they tease us. I won't tell you where in the album Flood is, but uh, it's not the first track. This first track is Liquid by Jars of Clay, which may... I'm worried about telling this Discord bot to play Liquid Jars of Clay because I'm worried it's just going to play the audio of a video about like clay jars. We'll find out. No, it did not. Oh yeah, you were you were worried about nothing. Yes. Is that an oboe in the instrumentation? Man, maybe. Yeah! Oh, English horn! Oh, the other double-reeded instrument. I thought I heard two reeds. <laughs> I'm a big uh, also member of Bassoon Gang. I would prefer Bassoon Gang as my favorite double rated instrument. Did you know that I'm a big fan of the bass clarinet? I know you're a big fan of low 2D sounds in general. That's what I like. When the song goes. You know what this sounds like to me? It sounds like the songs on that Pure Moods CD from the 90s that you could buy. <laughs> yeah. Which is a very high compliment in my lexicon. Yeah, this is like 90s. I'm calling the song a Pure Mood. Mm-hmm. Because it is. This is coffee shop stuff, man. Yeah, it feels like it was recorded outside. Mm-hmm. Is that something someone's observed? Mm-hmm. 
This part's wild. I love the little uh Whispering into a megaphone is one of my favorite 90s and 2000s moves. I like that move. I'd rather yell into a tin can on a string, though. This is super cool. Were we going to try to not play the whole song yeah we on, were gonna the, try and not play talks. the whole song on the tune talks because uh we're scared of copyright so that was uh that was liquid mm-hmm. how did you feel about that i thought it was a very lively start to a record i'm very excited to hear the rest of i agree now what was that <laughs> all right <laughs> thank, jamie thank says you, jamie. who knows yeah thank you jamie all right let's play the next one this next one is sinking here's what i'll say immediately about this song is uh it's college night oh, what a night yeah yeah, I'm getting some sort of Dave Matthews, getting some yeah. of those notes in there. It's college night out on the quad. The deans are gone. Buddy, I'm on the quad. I've got my acoustic guitar. I'm asking people if they have heard of the song uh, Cannonball by Damien Rice. I'm doing yeah. all of it. When when did this album come out? Ninety five. Okay. I wouldn't have guessed ninety five, but I don't know why I'd know it either. Wow, Jamie's right. There's crickets in this. Interesting. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would you why would you put crickets in your song? I don't know. I get that it's art and you could put anything in us in any piece of art, but hmm. It's like if I released a half an hour of stand-up comedy and just had people booing me quietly the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and now that I now that I vocalize it, I kind of want to do that now. Yeah, that sounds good. You know what it does is evokes camp, church camp. Okay. It's woods noises and acoustic guitar. Oh yeah, okay, it adds to the sort of recorded outside sort mm-hmm. of like I want to say folk punk, but I think that's wrong. That's wrong. Those sort of things. Yeah. Thank you. I just needed someone to tell me that's wrong. 
Sorry, I don't know why I doubled down on it. Up next, <laughs> Love Song for His Savior. Okay. Yeah, this thing's a little tricky. Yes. She breathes the air and flies away. She thanks to Jesus for understand the meaning of it all. He's more than the laughter for the stars in the heaven. As close as a heartbeat or song This is like just right over the plate. 1995 college guy music, baby. Yeah, I agree. So far, these have all very much been quad jams. Yeah. Quad jams. I've heard this song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. This song fucking bops. Yeah, this song is a classic bop. Can't believe this is the first one I recognize. You know what I'll even say? I think that this is a maybe a fuck jam. Have we found the Christian fuck jam? Like for a certain type of like beaded curtains guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the right kind of guy with a falcon rebracer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like soul patch guy fuck jam. Yeah, uh, Shaggy from Scooby-Doo would fuck to this. Right. Sensitive 90s guy. Yeah. That's not when Scooby-Doo came out, but I feel like Shaggy's always been a sensitive 90s guy. Yep, he predicted it. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we got a big Scooby-Dooby-Doo ya in the chat. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody throw up your Scooby-Dooby-Doo-Yas in the chat. Yeah. If you want. Boo-Wee-Kalooya! That's my favorite one. Okay, what if he had to do it now and he had to do, like, fucking Pickle Rick? Whoa. Well, we can... We can actually, uh... We can actually cue this up. Hey, Alex. Yeah... I was thinking the other day, what if cartoons got saved? Uh-huh. You thought about that? Yeah, they'd start singing praise in a whole new way. A whole new way. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Anyway, Pickle Rick from from Rick and Morty. What he what would he say? Uh if he was getting saved. Uh Pick Wubba lubba dubba loo do ya! Is that what you wanted? Yep, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I hope nobody crops that out and makes it. <laughs> okay, we're getting a chorus of thank yous in the chat. And uh, to the chat, I just want to say you're so welcome. Yeah, you guys are welcome for, for me having the idea to have Alex do that. Yeah, and <laughs> me grudgingly going along with it. Yeah. 
Love Song for a Savior, last thing I'll say about that song is that it is a Rainforest Cafe fuck jam. Wow. It's dewy is how I would describe that song. It's humid. Mm. You know what? Yeah, I want to say it's it's kind of hacky sacky also. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just like I don't know if I'm just evoking 90s stuff now, <laughs> but this feels so much a it's good but it's also a product of its time it feels yes. very attached to a, a time in the past okay i'm looking at their beliefs section of their wikipedia page no <laughs> sorry go on it's fine it's fine it's short in a 2002 interview with npr scott simon on weekend edition saturday Responding to a question about the relatively subtle religious content of their music, Hasseltine, mm -hmm. the songwriter, said, quote, Our songs are not really there to explain our faith, but are written about our life that is affected by our faith. Hasseltine explained the decision to, quote, shy away from traditional religious marriage as a conscious one, okay. in part to make their music more accessible to those put off by religion and to quote, love people in a way that isn't exclusive to simply people that understand the language of Christianity. Hasseltine also stated that art can, quote, make people think what's true, can make people feel what's true rather than telling them. So, our boy's unproblematic. Good. What's, what do we got next? Um, okay, just, sorry, just making sure that the song Love Song for a Savior has been used in a bunch of stuff, and it of course has. Okay. Uh, next, we've got Like a Child. Dear God, surround me as I speak. Bridges that I walk across I wake. Yeah, my tips are frosting to this. I recognize this one a little bit too. Yeah. The bass is really cool in this song. Yeah, it is. I think that's. I don't know. I feel like I recognize that guitar texture in a lot of 90s Christian yes, music specifically. This one kind of goes. I agree. Yeah. We were bad at talking over that. Yeah, one. we were bad at talking during that. Sorry, I was truly. Which is a review on all, all on its own, isn't it? That's, well, that's very true. I, I actually, I got distracted trying to figure out if uh, Love Song for a Savior had been used on any TV shows. 
I was looking at IMDb and stuff to try and find some content. And unfortunately, I could find nothing. Really? It just said that the band was featured on different TV shows, but it will not say what song, which is absolutely batshit. Wow. That sucks. Sucks. But it sounds like it must have been used on like a Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Or something. The band has been played for sure on Grey's Anatomy. Uh, for the sure. episode Holidays. I believe they may have done Little Drummer Boy. The Christmas song? Yeah. Okay, no, Love Song for a Savior has never been on a TV show. They've played Flood in A Walk to Remember. They played Flood in the movie Hard Rain. What? Oh, sorry, I was clearing my throat. All right, let's listen to the next one. Okay. What do we have next? We have, I believe... Oh, wait, there's... Sorry, a baby does a hook in Like a Child, like three minutes in? Okay, that may be... Is there a way to skip through the song on the rhythm bot? We could just talk over it. Okay. Because I do want to hear a baby. Dear God, surround me as I speak. Bridges that I walk across I wait. We'll see if we can. We'll see if we can pick out this baby. I'm. We're being told that this baby is a rock god. Yeah, the chat is letting us know. The baby's a rock god. I'm ready. I'm ready for the baby. And this won't be the rapper Dubby, right? Is Baby Rocker on this? Friend of Baby Rapper? <laughs> I don't think Baby Rapper has any friends. Not even the Beatles. No, the Beatles hate him. He learned one weird trick. I always feel bad for people that learn a weird trick because you know what's going to happen. Everybody from a specific vocation is going to start to hate them. So it almost makes me sad when I hear that, you know, some people I know that are like, hey, I learned this one weird trick, Abby. I'd be like, oh, if only you could unlearn it. Yeah. I can't go to the hardware store ever since I learned one weird woodworking trick. Because they... The hardware guys don't, they don't like me anymore. In there. Yeah, because all the Tim Allens. All the Tim Allens and all the Al Borlands all yeah. are, yeah. They're all too mad at me. You shouldn't have learned the trick. Well, I thought it would be good. I thought it would help, but it, it wasn't worth alienating all my wood friends. But it did help? Yeah, it was awesome. Hmm. It sounds like your wood friends might just be mad at you for coming up with a very yeah, efficient weird trick they're jealous me thinks it's a little jealousy oh some well deployed strings here yeah the the fiddle had a fun sort of heyday in the 90s the fiddle and it? flute baby this is Okay. (laughs) 
absolutely baffling for them to put a baby in this song. Aww. Okay. We already did sort of enjoy that song, but the baby being in the there baby. does help. Be kind to one other. The baby could have maybe gotten another take on that to just get it clean, you know? But other than that, that's my only I criticism. Mean, yeah, it was mixed really far in the back, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they weren't that confident in it. This baby's just like a one-take diva. It's like, I got it! It was, it was perfect the first time. It was time for his nap, is the problem. That's true. He was hungry and sweepy, and he needed to go to his twaylaw. Mm-hmm. It's now time for the song Art in Me by Jars of Clay. We do have a confession to being the baby in the chat. I'm, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to out anybody. Yeah. A, a member of the chat's claiming to be baby. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. Art in me. Ooh. Okay. Sick riff. This is a sick riff. Images on the sidewalk speak of dreams to send. Washed away by storms to graves of cynical lament. Dirty canvases to call my own. This is. Lot. This does nothing for me. Yeah, this is the first one that feels to me like it's trying too hard to go for something. This new development is nice, though. I just don't think the melody of the verses is that interesting. Here's my thing. Is it a bop? To me, yeah, it's a bop. Okay. The lyrics are... This is like songs about rocking. It's like rock okay. songs about rocking where you just kind of like sing... A, singing about just the idea of art and using art yeah. as like a... A metaphor. Don't fucking talk about art. An, a, like a metaphor for other stuff. Yeah, it's it's just the talking about rocking songs, I think. Yeah, I hate it. I, like sculpting and a symphony and just like, okay, great. Great. Yeah. Great. I don't want to hear the word symphony in a, in a... I don't want to hear the word in a song. No. I'd rather hear a symphony mm-hmm. than hear someone sing the word symphony. That's my hill. Yeah. Less talking about it, a little more doing it doing about it yeah did you come up with that yeah i think i did cool i think you did too thank you all right up next jars of clay he yeah can we get some he's he's in the chat can we get some he's in the chat
the chimes, the kids. They're going, they're just so much atmosphere in this. Mm -hmm. I'm loving this sort of underwater oh. vibe they've, they've prepared for us. Those drums really uh, kicked in. I got startled by the drums. <laughs> I'm developing a take, which is what? This album is so effortlessly horny. <laughs> yeah. We're hearing word in the chat that the album straight up fucks, which we, which I agree with. I think it's just like effortlessly so horny. This is such it's because it's ponytail ponytail guy music. It's ponytail soul patch guy music. Yeah, it's like very unbuttoned, like taking it easy guy. So you mean me? Yeah. My, ma my man? <laughs> yeah. I do hate to say it. Yeah. But these songs are... They've been pretty similar. They've all, yeah, that's the thing. I'm, this is like. And I never know if that's like a legitimate critique. It's fucking. Because some people just have a sound, but. Yeah, but when it's this, it like slides off my head. Yeah. I can't, I truly, and you know me to be a lyrics guy. I can't take in these lyrics. How come? Because it's all too samey and it's it's like it's falling off of my brain like uh, like water off a duck's back it just isn't penetrating somehow You love the vibe on this one, though. Yeah. It's too chill. Oh. It is too chill. It's too chill. I agree with you. But what was I going to say about it? Hmm. Oh, sorry. I forgot. Oh, yeah. I wanted to interrogate your inability to take in the lyrics. Do you think it has to do with the fact that it's Christian music? Because I feel like when I listen to Christian music, I've got to, like, block the words. Otherwise, I'm going to, like, get propagandized, too. Yeah, I'll get bummed out. But I like the lyrics on Flood, so I don't know, you know? Well, I mean, we can reserve our judgments until the end, man. Yeah, we'll we'll keep going. I'll, I'll you know what I'll do is try a little harder to listen to the lyrics. Yeah, if you don't mind, Alex. All right. I'm just kidding. I, <laughs> I, it's not like I can hear the lyrics. Mm -hmm. What's next? Up next, we have the song "Boy on a String." 
I believe this is, and thank goodness Harper isn't in the audience here, because I believe this is about Balloon Boy. Uh-oh. No, it's not really. <laughs> I thought it was going to be about Pinochio. <laughs> uh, like, boy on a string, that's an understatement. Try a few, you know? Oh! No, it's about Balloon Boy. You can hear it. Yeah. Now this I love. Yeah, this one's a little bit haunted. Yeah, you know I love that. I love when something's haunted. All right, fuck. It bugs me when songs have one intro. Yep. And... The intro seems, you know, it does its job. It hooks you in, but then the verse comes, mm-hmm. and you go, "Oh, cr- criminy!" Yeah, I didn't sign up for this. Not that this is bad, but the no. intro was practice, practice was you know uh, spooky with ghouls and goblins in it. Right. And then all the ghouls and goblins are like, all right, that's all. Yeah. Oh, wait. This part's ghouls. That's ghouls, for sure. Now that's ghouls. Now that's what I call ghouls, volume 666. Yep. You know what I think it is? Is This guy's not emoting enough with his voice for me. He needs to be doing a little bit of ghouls with his voice. Yeah. He sounds very handsome, is what he I'll say about him. Very handsome, and you know how I feel about impossibly handsome. He sounds handsome in the bad way, and not like the killers sound handsome. Yeah, he sounds like a sandals wearer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this part's nuts. Ooh, I love the string. I listen, and you know me to be a member staunchly of Team Horns. Yes, I know this about you. Those strings. This is really bringing me around on those bad boys. I've really been hearing a lot of strings that I that I do like in this. Yeah. That said, would I replace them all with horns if possible? Of course. Yeah, in a heartbeat, of course. I'd love to hear this as a ska album. <laughs> Sorry, uh, <laughs> in the chat just now, someone tweet, someone typed, I thought he was saying divorce, and then the Mr. Boop bot came in and said, if I ever come in here and tell you I want a divorce from my wife, Betty Boop, I need to shoot me clear through the skull with a pistol. <laughs> Extremely funny. So we accidentally listened to that whole song. But that's okay, because up next is another song that I would love to listen to all of. Sweet. 
That's right, it's Flood by Jars of Clay. Love this song. Great string break in there. Rain, rain on my face. Hasn't stopped. This song. This song really, fucks. Really, really fucks, yeah. <laughs> Like, yes. That's fucking badass shit. Yeah, it's awesome. It kicks I, ass. Yeah. It's so goth. Not drowning. Wow, that's true. Hang on, yeah. Well, downpour on my soul. Let me chew on that. Splashing in the ocean, I'm losing, I'm losing control. control. Dark sky all around. Can't feel my feet touching the ground. Oh, it's so good. Fuck. Yes, great. This, this is so good. Just as good as the other week. Yeah. A timeless classic, veritably. Ready for these strings. We love it. I love it. I mean, this is. I think the primary challenge you face when your team, when you do, when you're a team strings band, is not sounding well. Is not sounding corny. I would say that if you're a horns band, your primary concern is not sounding too loud. Right. But if you're a strings band, you got to make sure you're not being corny. And yeah. I think Jars of Clay avoids this on this album. Yeah. Especially on this song. Yeah. I just love it, dude. It's impossible. There's for like me some Dave Matthews in this. Not in a bad way, you know? Yeah. You, you say Dave Matthews and people go, whoa! But there's some Dave Matthews in this. And I, I like Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah, we did a Dave Matthews episode on this podcast. I don't know why yeah. I'm acting like it I have a hot take. It's impossible for me to be objective about that song. It's too far embedded. It's under too many layers of gray matter at this point. It slaps too much also still to this day. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad. That's so reassuring to hear from you, a guy who's never heard that song. Except for the other time. Except for the other time. Right, right, right. right. 
I'd be interested to see uh, what the chat thinks of it. But we we haven't time to react because we got to listen to the next song. Oh, it's time to play "Worlds Apart" by Jars of Clay. So this album seemed to have gotten three different releases. A standard release, a platinum release, I'm on the Wikipedia by the way, and a Japanese release. I don't know if they recorded it in Japanese, but I don't think that's... People probably don't do that very often, but it would be cool. We're seeing in the chat... (laughs) Flood by Jars of Clay makes my jar of clay flood, if you know what I mean. (laughs) I gotta say, I do. Yeah, we both do know what you mean. (laughs) I mean, how could you possibly play this song after Flood? It is a bit of a departure from how cool the other song was. Yeah. This is fine. This is fine. It's fine. Sounds kind of like Bill Wirtz from the chat. Mm. Who's that? Uh, History of Japan guy. Oh my god. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm gonna find out who the Christian Jack Stauber is. Yeah! Truly, I'm bored of this song already. Yeah, you don't have to keep listening to it. That song, yeah, it was. It it felt like more. Hmm. Are there are there any other songs? Yeah, there's one more. This is "Blind" by Jars of Clay. Final song on the album. This one's got a little bit more intrigue than the last yeah. one. Yeah, it does. Ooh. Is English horn a team horns? Yeah. I feel like it's the only yeah. horn on team strings. Whoa. I, uh... I guess I'll double-read it. I don't know. It's... <laughs> the chat's saying, English horn isn't a horn, though. It's just a bomb. I respect that opinion so much. I don't know enough. All band instruments are bongs. In the right person's capable hands. It's true. 
can't call this Christian Suvian. This is Suvian's already Christian. That's Suvian. Hate this. I'm getting mad. Hey, stop making Alex mad. Discord chat. Did that help, Alex? Yes. All right, I'm I'm I, I'm done with this. All right, because it's not the last song. This song on Spotify is 27 minutes long, because there's a hidden track. The Wikipedia has two. Oh, one of them is a separate session for blind. I'm seeing two hidden tracks, but there seems to be one new song. So let's just stop there. Okay, here we go. This is cool. Yeah, this is very cool. Why would you hide a good track? I don't know. Why was it a fad? CDs had just come out, and it, the space... I don't know. Oh, it was CD was too big for albums. Yeah, they thought, whoa, we'll fake them out, because now they had the space to do something like that. Where did, what do people think about hidden tracks? Are they, like, something people enjoyed stumbling into? There was one that I liked. Uh, the, the fucking, oh, the FM Static album that I liked a lot had a hidden track, and I ate it up. I was like, oh, this is genius. It's like a little secret just it's just for me yeah how much did secular music do hidden tracks because i feel like I hidden think... tracks were huge with christian music um at least like christian bands you know let's find out yeah yeah a bunch of them Autecker did one. Ben Folds did one. Black Moth Super Rainbow and Black Rebel Motorcycle Club. I'm looking, of course, at an alphabetical list of ones that have hidden tracks. And it's all between 1993 and 2009. Oh, so Psy didn't do one. No. He should put a hidden track on his album called um, Gangnam Style 2. And it's a canonical sequel to the first song, <laughs> Gang Gangnam Style. And it's like a continuation of the lore. And the dance is kind of similar. And I just think that'd be really rewarding for longtime fans of Psy as an artist to reward the fans with something like a sequel to his popular song, Gangnam Style. It would be a, a nice reward to the fans for years of 
devotion. I guess loyalty, yeah. It's about time for him to make a new gang- Gangnam Style too, with a new dance and everything. Mm-hmm. And not phoned in. We should do Final Judgment, right? Final Judgment. Let me find a sound effect for Final Judgment. Stop the hammering! Final Judgment. Final Judgment, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Alex, do you remember how our rating system works? Yes, I do. It's uh, We rate every album out of 12 Disciples. But be careful. The 12th Disciple is Judas. <gasps> so really, the perfect score is 11 Disciples, no Judas. You can choose to include or not include Judas uh, as, as you prefer. And the hell score is one a disciple and it's Judas. Mm-hmm. That said, Alex, I'll go ahead and go first since this okay. was my first time with the album in full. Liquid mm-hmm. was good. Love Song for a Savior was good. Like a Child had Baby Rocker in it. Mm-hmm. I'm a big, big fan of Baby Rocker. Art in me, yeah. Boy on a string. That one was haunted. We liked that. Yeah. Blood obviously slaps. Worlds apart. Who cares? And the rest of I liked four seven. Yeah. My sort of impression of this album is that it has its high points, but the rest of the time it's kind of it's got this coherent sort of atmosphere. Mm-hmm that sort of coalesces in certain high points in like flood and yeah, like a child, I guess are the two songs that I would call the high points. Flood slaps very hard. Yeah. Very hard. I think this wouldn't get as high a rating for me if the song flood wasn't on here. I absolutely agree. It's getting an eight. Nope. A nine. Wow. With no Judas. Okay. Flood is 80 responsible for that nine. Yeah. And like a child is the other 20% responsible because I love baby rocker. Mm -hmm. What about you? I, I was thinking eight and then a Judas for sameness. (gasps) Judas. Because yeah, I mean, like I said, it's hard to get me to care about an acoustic guitar in the first place. Sure. It's the reverse cellar door for Alex Sanchez. Yeah, I, I simply don't care about it. I, of course, love Baby Rocker. And Flood is deep in my... It's in my jeans at this point. You got a Flood in your jeans? Are you just happy to see no, me? No, I don't have a Flood in my jeans. Uh, we're getting an awooga in the chat for the flood in my jeans, which simply is not occurring. No, okay, listen, guys, this song, uh, although I will say that does bring me up to a great point, which is that this album is full of fuck jams. That's true. Yeah, this is like picnic, like, it's just, it's very romantic. This is an album that's really sort of whining and dining God. Yeah. Until you get to Flood and Worlds Apart, or Flood and, uh, what was that fucking other one? Like I a liked Child. Blind. I thought it was pretty good. I th- Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I just forgot what happened in it already. Yeah. 
until it gets spooky, I guess. And yeah, it gets a little haunted with boy on a string. I like that. Art in me was too corny. Too much corn, not enough horn, IMO, on that one. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yep. But, of course, Flood is an absolute all-time stoked. <laughs> I'm stoked to put it in, uh, onto Digital Heaven. It's, oh, Flood, of course, is what's going Flood out there, right? of course, goes to digi- must go to Digital Heaven. Mm-hmm. That'll be on Digital Heaven. Yeah. W- welcome to Digital Heaven, Flood, by... Jars of Clay. They might be jars. Right. Of Clay, that is. Yeah, because Flood... <laughs> I like the song Flood more than I like the album Flood by They Might Be Giants. Wow, that's big for you. Yeah, it's their biggest album, too. Wow. Yeah, I know. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess we do have to get Flood into the old digital hev. Now, I will say Flood is in the middle of my list of favorite They Might Be Giants albums, so, you know. Well, you know, okay. Well, I'm not um, not as impressed anymore. Thank you. I wanted to make sure to dial it back a little bit. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. All right, now what? That's the epis. Oh, yeah, we did it. Well, we should plug a few things we should plug a few things we should say a few thank yous yeah i agree we should do both of those things in one of the in in one order or another Uh, Mm -hmm. i want to start by plugging the podcast you're listening to and the things that the the places that we're online Mm -hmm. we're online on twitter and instagram at the praise down we're on facebook.com if you must go there at the praise down we are on SoundCloud at the Praise Down, Spotify, search the Praise Down, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Heath put a lot of work into getting us everywhere. We're on every freaking thing. Thank you, Heath. Can I get a thank you, Heath, going in the chat? Oh, you know, all you guys. But we are we are really on a lot of different things, and you can follow us and interact with us on any of them. You can send us an email to the praise down at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you want to send us something to cover, if you want to say something about some, uh, something we said and how funny you thought it was, mm-hmm. you can, you can send us an email there for that. Yeah. We will open it in a segment we call the epistles, a mailbag segment called the epistles. You know that I don't call it that. Uh huh. We don't have to get into it. We can get into it the next time we have some mail. Uh huh. I am on Twitter personally at Wise Himbo. Alex, where are you, where are you on Twitter personally? I can be found on Twitter at Sirius Sanchez. Oh, finally, we've been doing the podcast in our Discord server yeah. to a small live audience of members of our Discord, and it's been a lot of fun. And we would like it if you would also join. You can go to Twitter.com/slash/thepraisedown where we are on Twitter. Yeah. Check the pin tweet. In the pin tweet, tweet is a URL or a hyper link. A hyper link. A hyper link. You click on the hyper link, and you're done. You just make a name. You sign up for Discord, which is like easy. You make mm-hmm. a name that everybody thinks is funny. We're easy to entertain. We're easy to entertain. It's easy to do. Yeah, if someone joined the Discord server and was named something like poop balls i'd love that yeah i'd laugh i would laugh at that i'd laugh every time poop balls said anything (laughs) 
Yeah. All right. I see immediately someone's changed. <laughs> Getting a that's disgusting in the chat. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I believe that's. Oh, we uh, we got to say thank yous. We do have to give thanks. I would like to start by giving thanks to our friend Charvix for the intro song. I would like to thank Cameron Brewer for our outro song, Holy Ghost Ride in the Whip. And I'd like to thank Wampus for our Toon Talk Stinger. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for listening to our podcast. Yeah. Once again. Or for the first time. I don't know who you are. Who are yeah, thank you for listening once again, or for the first time, whoever you are. Well, Alex, I, I think it's about time. It's about time for our uh our sort of catchphrase we signed off here yeah and we'll be signing off the same way we always do. patented yeah i i took it up to the patent office and and the patent was they were like uh i don't know about <laughs> this patent is saying and i said yes uh-huh and they said okay and what are you gonna patent yeah and you of course replied when the ocean comes a calling don't come a walking Okay, bye. Okay, bye.